Mic check, one, two, one, two. That's in Nigeria. Hello, everyone. Trust you're doing great. How's life? Hope you're kicky, God. I'm pretty good myself. I hope I sound like I'm good because I'm suffering from allergies. My nose is reacting to the whole Hamatan thing. So I might not sound as great as I should, but we move, we move. Just say a prayer for me. <laughs> say a prayer for me. Yeah, so hope you've had a great week. Mine has been pretty good myself. And if you're listening to this on a weekday, hope you're having a great day also. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I've been good myself. Uh, just been in there pushing and kicking, trying to make things fall in line. Uh, currently working on working, <laughs> if that makes sense. But yeah, that's me. It's been a good week. Uh, as most of us know, 15th of January was the Remembrance Day thing, and it was quite a reflective period for me because. As you know, uh, there were programs depicted the wars, the fallen heroes, how they've tried so far. And I watched like a couple of things. For example, there was a mini mini movie basically where a soldier was depicted what they meet on the battleground, and it was quite insightful for me thinking about how someone would risk his life for the safety of a nation, for the safety of a number of people a lot of which don't even know he exists or they exist and I mean that's the the real meaning of bravery or a real example of bravery and I must say I commend those that are still fighting and I send my condolences to those who have fallen by the wayside well, and I pray for the strength for their families because losing someone is not easy I haven't felt it but I believe it's not easy. I don't think it's the easiest thing mentally, especially. So my sincerest condolences to them. Also, this week there's been talk about the whole fitness thing on Twitter. The fitness square, the owner of the fitness club in Ikeja, I think. I didn't really follow the news, but it was just I just saw it on my timeline. And uh, I've seen different comments about people saying they won't go to the gym again. Say the guy's always aggressive. So it's always like that. There's another group of another set of people on the other hand saying he's a nice guy. Say what did the woman do that made him that angry. I personally just watched it and smiled because I'm like that's one side of the story. So I can't say anything about it. It's just part of what happens in life. But that's the why we're here. So this episode we'll be speaking with Emmanuel Adejo, the man I call Mr. E. He's a really awesome guy, link up daddy, life coach, and an entrepreneur himself. So I had the chance of first meeting him about three years ago, and we've we've grown to become guys. And I'm really happy I met him because he's a very great guy. So I'm not going to blow his trumpet too much. Without any further ado, here is Mr. E. Hello, Simano. How are you? Very fine, thank you. And you? Very well, I'm good. I shouldn't want to ask me questions. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Um, so I'm here today to like have a conversation with you because uh, 
in the last few weeks, I've been speaking with other people about career and relationships. But today is about people building relationships and you being a coach. I, I just discovered that. So I want to explore that and l learn what you've learned about people because... Just like, discovered what? That you were a coach. Really? Mm -hmm. I didn't really? know you were a coach. I, I saw you speak to people, but I never noticed that you were a coach, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it was a thing you did out of love, to be right, honest. Yeah. Right. Well, that's the only degree of passion. Okay. Yeah. So, brief intro. I met you in... But I've seen you worry, but I don't know how true that is. Well, that's when I... I but when I remember I met you was when I first stepped into Novartia. Mm -hmm. I think that was January 2017. And it's December. been quite a ride. I didn't see... Yeah, so in December, yeah. The whole shenanigans. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, what I know about you, you're a coach. Mm. Yeah, link of that. Mm. I can remember you hooked us up with chicken shawarma, you hooked us up with studio, <laughs> everything and stuff like that. You're also like the social engineer in quotes. Okay. So we're going to explore a few things from th that angle. So, but the first thing I, I would like to ask you is, could you tell us one interesting thing about you that nobody knows? I'm or that few open, people know? I'm a very open book, so everybody knows. Okay, that few people know. There's nothing about you that few people know. Okay, let me see. Okay, yeah, that, I, I like to cook sometimes. Okay. Yeah, I like to cook, so I can really, 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 really spend good time in the kitchen. On the scale of 1 to 10, how good is the cooking? 10, 10. Are you guessing yourself? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I can cook anything you can name. Oh. From the Kanko to Egusi to... I'm learning our soup now. That's, that's mad. Yeah. I think it was last year I learned how to mix you. <laughs> so it's, it's a whole different journey. Okay, uh, the next thing I would like to ask is, uh, from, like, I knew you, you've always been this guy when I knew you, but what's, how have you transitioned to be this, sure guy? this guy? When I say this guy, okay, people that listen don't understand. Yeah. So I met you as the co-owner of mm -hmm. Novatio Nigeria, printed in Brand of Flash, mm -hmm. but before that, there was a you. Okay. So what is your story? So let's hear your story. Um, it really depends. Um, my story has always been one of, determination, commitment, one of um uh I mean I, I, I know I work easily and very hard. So whatever I see myself doing I do it excellently well. Okay. So it, so it's not it's not it's just I mean we've we've done things from growing up. We did um to go to when my elder brother went to the school we had to sell um gari, we had okay. to sell kerosene, we had to sell Ugu Yakua um beans, pie, egg grow, all of that. Um so the also has always been there. And um it's 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 I mean through uni uh, we had to do a lot of trading. Um we had about four jobs in the course of uni, which was very risky. My masters I remember one time at my masters we worked for for twenty two hours. In a day during the London Olympics. Wow. I remember that very well because we needed money. And um, yeah, life is beautiful. I mean, I'm a very pessimistic person. So I see a lot of positives in a lot of things that I do. Or okay. In, in a lot of life. 
Uh, I don't know if that has answered the question. Yeah, yeah. But you have more specific it, than... It, it sort of relates to what I discussed in the last episode with Uzo. He spoke about hustle, about right. his, his hustle, and you're, you're clearly stating the exact same thing. So, uh, from what I discovered in your profile, you have, you, are, you, are, you are still, but you started engineering, yeah. and now you're into business. Right. And you've always said you've had that business. But what made you transition into full business? Or am I right in saying you're full business right now? Um, so, really and truly, it's just creating a, an opportunity for yourself. Okay. And for an opportunity for you to be able to create good impact. Um, so, of course, typical Nigerian, I just got back story, you come back, there is no space for you. <laughs> Um, except if you are, so you just create a space for yourself. Okay. And then um, uh, I have amazing siblings. So we just knock it together as we have always done in the past. And we said we create a brand. And in the brand which we created, uh, Novator, um, it was primarily for technology development and, you know, applying technology to every aspect of what we do. Um, in terms of our service delivery to whether it's private or government institutions. And um, as you know already, I transitioned into the presenting brand more because we noticed that printing was an area I love we have need for in our discussions with them or engagements with them. But, they, but we were not offering that. So we started to create a brand that was centered around technology-driven printing. And that's why we created the printing instead of NG brand. Okay. Uh, I think that has been one of our most successful projects till date. Um, we've had other brands that we've created along the line as well that we're still trying to fine-tune the pilots. Uh, so it's, it, it still falls back to my degree. So I, I, I see my background in engineering in everything that I do. Okay. So engineering makes you to be very um, detailed, very analytic, um, to solve a lot of problems. In printing, there are a lot of problems you need to solve. A lot of problems you need to solve, customers' requirements you need to resolve. And with a name like print anything, it means that you are up for a lot of challenges. And that's what the engineering background gives you, that you are able to um, surmount challenges. You spoke about challenges. What's your most memorable story, memorable story in terms of customer and the biggest challenge that you faced from a customer in this business? Okay, so there is not a most memorable. <laughs> There's a lot of... It's a lot of pack, um, because um, so at Print Anything, our core values is called Civic, and part of what Civic as an acronym stands for is customer satisfaction, and, and um, for C, and one of the I's is for integrity. So a lot of times we go over and beyond to, to appease the customer. Sometimes even if the customer is the one that is wrong, just to prove a point. And one of the challenges we had was when. Um, a customer has sent us a job, it was an emergency job, it was a Thursday night, they needed it by Sunday, we told them it was not going to be possible, we don't work on weekends, and uh, it was just that we could take four working days, it was to produce 2,000 bags, um, carrier bags, that is. And um, we, did, we then um, started the production with design that the customer sent, and when we went happily to go and deliver the bags on a Sunday, we got the shocking news that the colors were not their color or you know, in line with their branding guidelines. Okay. And I mean, it was a shock for us because we tried to persuade them to accept it regardless. Um, it wasn't so much when they showed us the color band, it wasn't so much of a deviation, but these are one of the shades, the green was not you know, exactly their green. 
So um, the by Monday morning, we got an email saying that the bags were going to be sent back to us, and we'd have to still print their bags, the same two thousand pieces. We tried to talk our talk our way out of it. There was no chance of that happening, and um, we had to collect the bags and run it again. Now the paper part was the customer had come. The customer came uh, last minute. We thought we were trying to assist and be, you know, not be, be, be a rigid company. We walked over the weekend to fulfill that order. Um, we went against our policy of providing a, a sign-off proof, a sign-off um, sample copy. Uh, we just ran the job straight up. And at the end, we saw that it was a challenge for us and the customer was not willing to move grounds when, when the story, when the table storm. Um, so that's one of the challenges. We've had other challenges in the past. We've had customers who have come to meet us with some jobs that were out of our direct scope, but they beckoned on us to fulfill it and um, with, with, with you know, a lot of expanded thinking that we're able to fulfill the job. Okay. Uh, a few minutes ago, I called you the link of guy, link of daddy and everything. Okay. And that's because I've, I've noticed in my short time of knowing you that you let's say you know everybody or you know right. someone that knows everybody so right. for example let me meet the pope i'll come right. to mr that's the pope and i'll, I'll meet the pope one way or the other that kind of thing so how have you managed to build these relationships because they've always said that everywhere you see in your 20s network build relationship build bridges how have you managed to do that so uh, like i mentioned earlier i'm a very um a very optimistic person okay so uh, i try to i try to ensure that um, that I don't see any form of relationship as coincidence. So whenever I meet anybody, I try to ensure that we share um, we share a good time and something memorable. So probably sometimes it could just be an history of where the person came from. Uh, I always ask, well, what's your village? So that I know you to your own, not just to know you on an official level. And also, I, I, I'm not the best person for, to keep in communication. But when we see, we see, we really see. And um, because I know that a lot of humans are bridges and um, you have to understand that in each person, there is something that is in you for them and also in them for you. So you must understand that a relationship is not be transactional. Okay. Um, and I try to be the best at every time in terms of my commitment to their own life as well. So I think um, to be fair, um, that's how I've been able to build a lot of relationships. And that's it. Have so you I, I try not to people. I think that's okay. one point. Have you ever tried had to burn any bridge? I doubt. I can't in my shortest memory think I've burnt any bridge. Oh. I've in certain time declined or excused myself for certain reasons that probably were not in line with my um, with my value systems or in line with my my line of thinking. But I do not. Um, Lack of better words, countenance the relationship. Okay. They, uh, so, I mean, they're random examples. So, if I'm not a smoker, you can't come to my house to smoke. So, I'm not encourage that. But we can see on a random day for other things that pertains to life. Okay. So, I can keep you at hand length. So, you say you're an optimistic person, that's a personality trait. Yeah. So, you think it's a some person that is not that optimistic? How do you think they can grow relationships? So, because we are all forged out of history, 
Um, a lot of what we do presently is, is for that of um, experience that we have had in our time and the decisions that we have made based on those experiences. So I've had good, bad experiences, but I try to stick to the good. You know, glass half empty or half full. I try to say that the glass is half full instead of saying it's half empty. Now, in line with that, I think everybody should 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 submit themselves to understand that other people are are, are able to make these mistakes and are able to be given as much allowance to make errors as the way we should be able to give. Um, we would also make those errors. So don't don't over, don't be too critical about people. Uh, allow people to be able to be and um, be around you. So don't be critical about them. If, if people see that you are very judgmental, very um, antagonistic, they will be reserved. But if they see that you are very open-minded and very, you know, you're someone to reason with, I think they'll be more open and expressive um, to you. So because I'm a Christian, for example, Jesus Christ had everybody in his team. So he had ooh, the tax collectors, he had the fishermen, he had the carpenters, he had a lot of people in his team. In fact, the guy that betrayed Jesus Christ was one of his chief men, you know. But he was part of the inner circle. He wasn't one of the five thousands or the three thousand. He was part of the inner circle. So you must you must allow room, but still guard your heart. But be open to people so that you know they could be some form of interaction. Okay, that's interesting. And has any of your friends or any of this relationship affected your mental space in any way? No, or you, yes. you've so. There is this term that we use toxic people in mm. quotes. Mm. Do you know anyone that you can call toxic and do you treat them in a certain way that helps you maintain your mental? Because when, whenever I see you, you're always, even when you're tired, you're always mm. very energetic, mm. very positive and mm. stuff. Does that involve putting some people aside? Because you, you, you mentioned earlier that uh, there are some people that we don't have the same interest, so you might not come to my house, but we see outside the yard. Is it is that does that is that a thing where you don't push them away but you put them in a certain space? That yes, yes. So, so of course, of course, you'll be able to guard your space and your boundaries mm -hmm. and set boundaries for yourself. Um, there are people that that we are not so. Unfortunately, in this part of the world, you you call everybody brother, friend. You know, <laughs> those terms are used carelessly. So the people who are my friends, the people who are acquaintances, the people who are cordial with. So not everybody gets into the inner box. Okay. So everybody has his own place, you know. But you almost would never feel like you are in a certain box. Of course, my friends have more liberty with me than those who are acquaintances, than those who are I'm just cordial with. Because I, I, I'm in the, I mean, I'm, I'm in the business of customer service. So you work with different traits of people. You know, you cannot expect everybody to be the same. Likewise, the same level of friendship. So there are people who influence me more who are exactly in the first book, which is those who are my allies, my, my friends. You know, they know a lot about me. And even in that friendship, even in that box, there are people who are in a second. So, and again, Jesus Christ had the 12, but they had the three. You know, James, Peter, um, Peter, James, and John. You know, out of the 12, not everybody saw him when he, when he was on the cross. So it it really you have to know who's in your circle. Really. Okay. Nobody knew about Jesus or Arimathea until when Jesus Christ was dead. 
you know. So the disciple from afar, the wealthy disciple of that. What if Jesus Christ is not have Jesus already material? What would have happened to Christianity? Mm-hmm. Would have burnt his body somewhere or something <laughs> would have happened. Interesting. Do you understand? Yeah. I guess. So it's not, you know, it's, it's it's just knowing how to ensure that not everybody comes into you because you are what you what you see, what you breathe, what you hear, you are it's all comes back to you because you mirror it, you mirror all of this. So you must also understand how to form your glass walls around. Okay. Uh, I, I want to transition into you as a coach. Mm. First of all, the official title, life coach or just coach? <laughs> so because there are, there are a lot of people on Instagram these days, <laughs> so I try to avoid um, titles. Okay. I almost don't do titles. Okay. Um, I think I just... One of, one of my biggest passions is to ensure that to, um, it's in line with the company's vision too, which is helping people to succeed. Um, but that's that's what I like to do. I like to ensure that I'm, I like to think I'm an enabler to assist people to succeed. So I don't know what term that is. Okay. I just like to ensure that, you know, I want to enable people to succeed, especially people within 25 to 35, that band. Usually when there's a lot of confusion and you don't know what you're doing really. Just need someone to tell you, you know, keep going, keep going, keep going. Or hear from somebody that, you know, is unbiased towards your progress. You know, but it's but it's but you can see that the person is championing for you. Okay, so I'll use the term coach for the sake of this interview. Right. So we are your players and you're the coach. Because yeah. I'm like I've put it out there that you're 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 actually one of the nicest people I've met, no jokes. And very it's nice. it's why do you say so? Uh, I've not met so many people that are very positive. One thing with me is, <laughs> one thing with me is I'm very, I'm very laid back. In a serious environment, I'm nervous. I'm still working on that part mm, of my life. Mm. But you were my boss, you were my direct boss. Mm. And any conversation we could have it. Mm. And it was okay because mm. you would not come at me with the whole, something is wrong. At the same time, I don't mess up, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. the balanced relationship, right. that kind of thing. So, uh, for example, now, sure after this podcast, We'll still have a conversation about how, how I can improve after the 90 minutes. You have to have much talk, that kind of thing. So it's it's very interesting for me. So how long or when did you start coaching? Let's let's put it that, that way. It's, so I, I can't write the the, the, the ball turned on. Okay. But I think it just has always been um I I do just you know as I see people. I do as I see people. I think I think so, I mean, I don't like to meet people the way I met them. So, it's good that when you meet somebody, if it's, if it's encouragement, let it keep flying. And I think over the last two, three years, I've increased me because there's been a lot of um, um, depressive spirit going around. So, that is why I've increased over the last two, three years. Um, so, every year I set out to target, especially women. Because I think see a lot of women who just want to get married and sign out of life. So my point is always to ensure that the woman is better than just being a wife. And you know, and even if you're a wife, you also plan. What if your husband is no longer there tomorrow? What happens? You know, and you see them around. So it's it's I can't imagine when the bulb starts, when the bulb turned on. But it's something that I can easily do from secondary school, university. You know, interesting fact again, I have never solicited for any position of leadership, but I've always been in a position of leadership. So in in secondary school, literally the entire school 
wanted me to be the senior prefect. Literally, it was, I didn't put myself out or position myself out for it. It was just a unanimous decision that they wanted me to be the senior prefect. In university, they wanted me to be the... No, I was, I was made the PR of the Nigerian Society, but I was referred to as the president of the Nigerian Society. So it caused some form of issues with the president, of course. And I was the most influential international student. So I've never, I've seen that pattern in my life. So I'm proud because it's something I never recognized that I just enable people. So they see some form of leadership that I enable people to be. So quick cheat code, mm. be nice to everybody and look, for, look, look out for ways to help people. <laughs> yes. Okay. But, but you must also understand that it's, it's the reason why we're here, you know, to, to show love. The only thing just guys did on it was show love. That's the reason why we're here. If you show to other people, you are saving something in your bank for next time. So, and by the way, I don't think I've ever lacked anything. I do not, except I don't want it. I don't care if I lacked anything. That's interesting. So, in helping people, there's always this thing. So, for example, quick story. I met someone, let me call her M, because I'm not sure she, she wants to be out there at this point in time. So, she accused me of having something called severe complex, always trying to fix people. Yeah. So, how do you separate that from what you do? Because I'm trying to work on that now. What do you mean severe complex? So, she's like, she's, she says it's this thing where, you know what, let me just... Highlight the traits of someone that has severe complex to you mm. because it was actually said to me in detail. Oh, they why, actually oh, like why, it. Why, why, I, I did not see like a description, I don't know where she got mm. the picture from, but she sent it to me that you have severe complex. Right. Uh, let me see if I can quickly get now in this day and age. Um, while you're looking for the information, you must be careful what you attempt. So, for example, people say, um, the love of money is the root of Hollywood, but there is no there's no part that I've seen that in my Bible. There's no part. Or is it? Sorry, there's no part I've seen. Yes, I don't, I don't think I've seen money is the root of all evil. Yeah. I think it's the law. It's the law of the law. Yes, yes, exactly. People say money is the root of all evil. I don't think that that's what. It, that's just a, a wrong paraphrase. It's actually the law. That's, that's mammon now. That is the root of all evil. But God is not against us getting money. Because even in Deuteronomy 6 or so, it says how oh, he has power to get wealth, which is above money now. But go ahead. Okay. So, traits of people with severe complex. Mm. <laughs> they believe people are incapable of taking care of themselves. Mm. They attempt to convince others what to think, do, or feel. Free offer advice and direction without being asked. Mm. Have to feel needed in order to have a relationship with others. Running through again. Believe people are incapable of taking care of themselves. Mm. Attempt to convince others what to think, do, or feel. Freely offer advice and direction without being asked. Have to feel needed in order to have a relationship with others. So which of that is wrong? Let's address the issues one after the other. So okay. what's the first one? The first one, believe people are incapable of taking care of themselves. Right. So what's wrong about that? Uh, I, can't, I can't vouch for her or why she said that. Well, that's the perception. Okay. So if I see that you're not doing something right, the fact that I see that you're not doing something right is based off of a certain general acceptable principle. Okay. So if you are driving against traffic, against traffic <laughs> there's a general acceptable principle that already reminds me that you're driving against traffic. But because we we'll do a lot of things as a form, it becomes a tradition. 
So it becomes accepted. Then it looks normal. So except if you are going there out of the way to now want to um, redefine people, that's different. But if there's a general principle and people are against that within whatever defined space, whether a client, whether an office space, all of that, then that's different. But next. Okay, just before we go to the next one, let me ask you a question that relates to this in some certain way. In your journey as a coach, yeah. what is the most common challenge you've noticed among your players? A lot of people believe less in themselves than they actually have. Okay. So the greatest weapon of all time is the mind. So a lot of people are afraid of what they can achieve. So that's a big challenge. And the mind is a battleground. I can't relate. <laughs> okay, so the second point is attempt to convince others what to think, to do, or to feel. Attempt to convince others what to think, to do, do or, or feel. feel. Okay, okay. Uh, I personally, I, I do not, I don't see it as convincing, mm -hmm. but I think it's, you know, they say the information is not the most important thing, it's how you make them feel. Mm -hmm. Like there's this saying that people never remember what you said or what you did. Mm -hmm. They just remember how you made them feel, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Well, I think there are some things that you have to, that have to be said. For example, I know someone, they were in love with a player in quotes. And I have to tell them that, think of what you're doing, what is the end result, that kind of thing. So, I don't see that such a bad thing. I don't, I don't see that as convincing you. I think I, I think of it as just telling you. So yeah. that's the second trait you mentioned. Okay, so, again, so, there, I can't remember what it is. There is a, a psychology or something. There's, there is a, there is something when you are doing something you know is wrong. You know that in, in in general sense it is wrong, but you refuse to want to acknowledge it. And so even when people tell you, you still want to still stick to your wrong. I can't remember what it is, but there's a name in psychology. Now, in the course case that you you mentioned, you are dating a player, defined, the person, there's no headway. You are looking for headway. Your friend has told you this person, no headway, alpha, pull out immediately. But you are refusing. To acknowledge that because you don't like the address is telling you. But you will see that in the long run, very short term, the person will come to realization. Especially when there's a case of heartbreak or when the matter increases. And it happens a lot of time. And that is why you see people now say drink water and mind your business. Because people don't want to be told in court what is a good truth. So you can't come and tell me um, to lend you money. And I say, ah, I don't have money, but come. Let me go and show you how to do one work. There's one place I have a job. And you say, no, I don't want to work. I just need money. If you're not ready, you, then you go and badmouth me and say, um, say that, oh, I'm a stingy person. But I've used that it's bigger than that money that you're asking for. So it, it really depends the context. And the people are, are, are sometimes unwilling to want to take the organic route to growth. The people just like quick fix, you know, people like the fast food, they don't like um, the nutrition, nutritious ones. Uh, because of time, I'll skip the third one. I'll skip no, go on, go on, the, go on. the third one. Free offer advice and direction without being asked. That's fine. It's okay. We'll ask it one day. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. You don't, it's, they will ask it one day. Again, I say, you see, 
So because I'm a little older, I see a lot of things that my parents used to tell me. I'm coming to realize that they actually made sense. But I was almost rebelling it for a time. Random example. I remember that whenever I dreamed, when I was way younger, my mother would force us to go and wear um, sweaters. But one day I was driving and it was raining everywhere. I just remember that nobody telling me to wear sweaters. If I fall sick, I carry my pain. So a lot of times we see that it is, it is, it is, we, it is always for our good, but we fail to recognize it part time. So it just was to 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 settle in and listen better and see the good in even the, the advice. Sometimes even if someone tells you something that you don't like, see it and get the juice out. There's something um, called the the carcass and the onion. The carcass and the onion. I think I can't remember where it was in the Bible. Spirit of Samson. Okay, Spirit of Samson, yes. Carcass and the onion. Is that you go through the carcass to get the onion. So the onion is inside the carcass. So if you could not go through the stench, through the smell, how do you get the juice? The juice. So it happened. And there is nothing that I'm aware of. That you, there's no process. So, so I doubt that. I, 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 sometimes people are not truthful to themselves. And we see that a lot. Especially in an age whereby um, the love of self is increasing. Love are not true to themselves. You know, a lot of are not true to themselves, generally. Okay. The last trait is have to feel needed in order to have a relationship with others. Have to feel needed. Not to have a relationship. So you have to feel needed by the people to have a relationship with them. Right. Well, it depends on the value that is placed on either party. Okay. But, but value, it depends on the value, because it is always about value. Okay. So, uh, in, in closing, I would like to ask, ask two questions. Right. The first of which is, what in the world today, what are you most passionate about? In the world today? Yeah, as a person. People. I, I, I just like people. No, because it means some form of trouble, but I just like people. So oh. I've had, I've had, I've had times where buying uh, a customer calls, for example, and I'm also giving them free advice and telling them about how to grow their business and all, all of that. And the customer flipped that conversation from a sales conversation to a romantic, emotional <laughs> conversation. And I've had to, to explain myself. And it took a while. It took a while, and I've seen it time after time, you know, because they just say, ah, it's hard working, yeah, sense, yeah, you know. and and it's and from the get go, it's simple, just being nice. But people flip it the same way, and I cannot blame them for it. It's not their fault. Just that, so you see that the art tilts towards so everybody wants something good, and that is why I keep saying. There is, there is, and that's why, like I said, be nice always. Be offer good. There is no salad or Christmas that you don't see people well dressed. Even being caught on salad, for example, when you see these guys, the little boys that do edgemen, that um, cover the edges, and you see them, but they are well dressed. Sometimes you're wondering, how do you dress like this? <laughs> well, you see, they dress very well. 
Now, one day I, I came out and I think I was going from Federal towards um, Kubwa. And I saw people trekking from Millennium Park all the way to Nikon Junction. And people were still trekking all the way towards that Kubwa Express. And I'm wondering, why did you come all the way? <laughs> but it is because everybody wants to feel good. Nobody wants to feel bad. Nobody wants to be downtrodden. Nobody wants to be appreciated. People want to enjoy life and its beauties. That is why I'm always optimistic because the world is beautiful. You can't see Nigeria and think you have seen the world. Travel small <laughs> and see around. Then you understand that the world is beautiful. Uh, then the final question, what, what is success to you? Yeah, so just be happy in making progress. So if there are tangible, measurable progress, just be happy in making those progress. Because you can... And the reason why I say that is because Sometimes some progress may not be um, evident in conversion, but they are. But you see that they've been a move. So the fact that you're able to make that move, that is success. Now, it doesn't mean that you've you've gone to the final end, so you've had your expected result, but you made a move. Now, of course, you keep working until you get your expected result, probably in in kind, in cash, or whatever it is. But just be happy making your move. That is what I think is success. Okay. You're good, sorry. So finally, uh, from everything you've said, you have the sweet boy vibes, you're nice, you're kind and everything. Mm. Most people want to know who the guy is. So they want to dig into your social media and stuff. Right. So in one, in 30 seconds, could you put, <laughs> put yourself out there? Your social media handles, uh, the company's social media handles, that's also fine in there. Right. So my personal social media handle um, for Instagram is at Dejoski. Um, Dejoski is spelled D-E-J-O-S-K-I. Delta, Echo, Juliet, Oscar, okay. Sugar King. India. <laughs> okay. Um, the company's social handle is called at Print Anything for, sorry, for Instagram, it's called at Print Anything Engine. As the name implies, Print Anything Engine. Okay. That's fine. Thank you very much for your time. You're it's welcome. been very helpful. You're welcome. We'll still, we'll still link up. <laughs> That's fine. That's As fine. You're, you're the link of daddy, so we'll still link up. <laughs> so <laughs> one thing I must say before yeah. you end it is that I think people should trust their processes and trust themselves and be more subject to their process. And it is in that that you see your success. Don't look at anybody else's timeline. Don't. It's it's it's. There are people. There are people that. I'll, and I'll give you a quick example before I um, finish. So I wanted my biggest ambition was to go to Amin Bella University, Zaria. Biggest, greatest. If you had, uh, if you had all my ambitions put together, was to go to Amin Bella University, Zaria. For some reason. By the intervention of my school son, I, so I didn't fail jam. Jam university did not want to accept me with my with my grades for my course. So I had to do another jam the next year. Uh, I wanted to do medicine initially, then later I pushed to do petrochemical engineering. So my then school son's father um, saw me and told me, you know what? I don't think Nigeria. Your potential is in Nigeria. You should go to the west. And I told him, I know my father, I know my parents, this is not going to happen. For some reason, he spoke to them because the old people know themselves somehow. And gave him a formula how to pay foreign school fees. How to pay it in back in little pieces, not just the lump sum. And that was how I found myself in England. 
I never would have thought that I would have gone to England to study. So if I was following other people who wanted to go to MIT, MIT was running the time I finished university. You know, go to MIT, go to a lot of other um, fine uh, foreign universities. I could have just given up uh, on 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 getting better degrees or better qualification. But for the fact that I was doing my best, trying to get into the best I thought it was for me, something came through, and the rest is history. I went to the university, got my degree. And I also um, got a scholarship to further to do my master's in university. If I was not at my best, I don't think I would have gotten. I don't think I would have gotten um, um, the what's it called the scholarship that that enabled me to do my master's degree as no obligation. So I think it's all important that you trust your process. You trust your own process, not anybody's process. You can gain advice, gain wisdom, gain new information, better knowledge, better information, but trust your process and always ensure that at every time you are doing your best at every time and not your best because of you trying to um, be lazy um, just gratify yourself but do your best at every given time and what you deserve to do better so it's important that young people especially those willing to practice 35 trust their process and just build right Thank you very much once again. Thank you, thank you. And that's it for today. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy the episode, please subscribe if you've not done that and share it to a friend. Give them a chance to enjoy it also. It might be what they need at this point in time. Most importantly, the biggest impact and the biggest thing we push for in this community is thriving despite uncertainty, facing fear, and enjoying the process while at it. So feel free to reach out. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast. That's at O-H-D-A-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. You can also reach out to us on WhatsApp on plus 234-703-746-2757. You could send in comments, requests or questions and we could have a conversation on there if you wish. Remember, be patient with yourself and live your life one day at a time. Bye-bye.